Fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who's had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, welcome back, everyone. We had a t- we took a little break. And uh, now we're back, and uh, I just want to throw this out there real quick, uh, that the rumor is false. There, The accident at the Tour de France had nothing to do with the Coach Muddle show, okay? No, no pranks, no nothing. Uh, we are not wanted by the French police. Uh, so, you know, I just want to put that out there. That, that you know of. That, you know <laughs> that, of. that I know of. Absolutely. <laughs> that I know of. So, uh, but, uh, you know, welcome back, Stiz, on your long hiatus since football season. Yeah, uh, it has been. I, I, I just thought we'd get you in here. Uh, you know, actually, you know, next week we'll we'll have you back. We'll talk more fantasy football. We'll get into that. Uh, but, you know, since you stopped by, you know, uh, talking a little um, uh, basketball, we had game one last night. Uh, and uh, so, you know, let's start there. And, of course, the debacle that is the Yankees right now. I mean, complete dumps for fire. I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. But, uh, you know. So I'm curious to what – Stiz thinks we talked about a little bit off air, but I really believe last night. I think nine times out of the ten, with Giannis, without Giannis, Suns were winning game one. So I, I wonder why you play Giannis last night. Uh, I don't believe Stiz got had a chance to watch the game, but you know they were talking about how good he looked, and he did look good, but he wasn't one hundred percent, and he wasn't complete Giannis. And to right. me, it's – I really – look, I get it. It's the finals. You don't know when you're going to get it back again. But to me, at the bare minimum, you sit them to at least game two, make your run for game two, and, and try to, you know – because, you know, these teams are on the road. The goal is to get one of the first two, obviously. And then, you know, you take home court. You got three of the remaining five at your home court. But I, I think it's going to be a mistake because my thing is you play Giannis now and – you know, could he have got healthier? One, two, and does this kind of stunt his progression of getting healthier? So I really question what the Bucks did last night because I think the Suns were going to win no matter what. What do you think, Stiz? No, I I agree with you. I mean, coming from a hyperextended knee, I believe that was that was what it was with Giannis. I I, I really. I thought there was no way he was playing the first two games on the road in Phoenix. No, no possible way. They made that announcement late yesterday, probably like an hour before the game, and I was really shocked. When I uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, unfortunately, I wake up a little bit too early in the a.m. Um, but but I uh, did check the box score out this morning, and I mean, I seen he had twenty points, seventeen rebounds, so. You know, it looked like he was pretty much full throttle. I mean, maybe not 100%, like you say. He said he didn't feel any ailments, which, he, of course, he's going to say that. You know, he's not going to tell you, you know, he felt like crap and it was really hurting him. You know, right. he don't want to give the edge to uh, to the other team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens in game two. Uh, you know, 
you have to get one of two on the road for sure, um, or else your back's up against a wall. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. I, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, I know you're rooting for him, Nevada, but yeah. I, I'm looking for Chris, Chris Paul to get to, you know, to hoist that Finals MVP up. You know what I mean? Give yeah. it to the guy. I mean, because there's no doubt about it. If Phoenix does win this this Finals, it's going to Chris Paul 100. percent Oh, absolutely. Too, when he starts Game One like he did. I mean, 32 points, you right. know, and he, he's just the floor general. He really is. And, you know, Stiz, like you, you had mentioned about sitting them out the first two games. And, look, I understand if you would have played him in game two. But, you know, maybe two, if you wait to game three, he's off till Sunday because they will play tomorrow night. Then they're off Friday, Saturday. That's a lot of rest. And then maybe you can say, all right, look, let's go try to take two at home. And then, you know, and I know, look, it's tough because then you're down 2-0 and you got to play like a team like the Suns and beat them 4-5. It's a tough road to, to, to climb. It really is. But, you know, I don't know about playing them game one. I could have seen game two. I think, Stiz, you had mentioned about them doing it late. I think that was some gamesmanship. I think they wanted in the head that it was Giannis is out, Giannis is doubtful. And then right before the game you hear, here comes the, you know, an MVP in the league that's right. going to play, and maybe it gives the Bucks a little boost. But, you know, the, Sun, the Suns were ready. This is a, a young team, but it's led by the veteran Chris Paul, and he he has a he's a second coach on the floor. He's got a tight grip on that team, and you can see those guys all really look up to him. And shout out to Stiz. Stiz was on this team. He had the overs for them. He, he said how he liked them. He loved, how they looked in the bubble. He had the overs for them this year in wins, and he was really high on the Suns going into the year. I was, and I, I hate to veer off a little bit, but you're you know you're talking about Chris Paul's being a floor general. Imagine if we had a Chris Paul on, on the 76ers. Yeah, and <laughs> I know you guys talked about it the last couple of weeks because you know I religiously tune in even when I'm not you know on the air, but right. I, I I I may have gotten us kicked off a of Streamyard a couple of weeks ago <laughs> if I had a popcorn because I thought about calling in and and every other word would have been mf and yeah yeah <laughs> you know I, I I still can't understand it I mean I I can really see I, I'm really a big Sixers fan football I've I've always been just an NFL fan in general I never became you know a diehard Eagles fan. But I can see where the diehard Eagles fans can feel the frustration, you know, after a player, after a game, after whatever, because I'm still feeling it with Ben Simmons. I really am. Yeah. I mean, over in the fourth quarter. Yeah. The biggest problem is you've paid the guy already. So what what team is going to take on that contract? That is the biggest issue. Of, you know, because now it's not, okay, we get rid of him, but we have to get rid of him and multiple pieces. Right. To, well, to uh, you know, kind of make it okay yeah. with that contract. Or are you going to bring – is somebody going to let go somebody who has that type of money, you know? Right. Well, well, Good, sis. No, no, I was just going to say, and you're getting pennies back for the dollar. That, uh, that's that's is, the issue. That is exactly – I swear, <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say. You're getting, that's the you're issue. Getting, you're getting cents on the dollar, and that's right. the problem. He still is a you know a defensive player of the year. He's still an all star. It's just him and Embiid don't fit well together. You know he needs to be on a Nets team, a Warriors team that spreads it out and shoots. That he has lanes, but it's still the guy needs to learn how to shoot. 
You're a professional. Learn how to shoot. You know, learn how to shoot. Sit Listen, there man. in the gym. Learn if how to you're shoot. Scared, I mean. If you're scared, if you're scared, get a watchdog. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't be scared. Let me tell you something, Coach. I remember back in my old Swarthmore days playing pickup <laughs> games up at Boeing, up at Swarthmore College. I was never scared to shoot. Matter of fact, I'd bring the ball down off the rebound. I'd say, boys, get back on defense. This ball's going up. They said they, they said Stiz never saw, saw a shot he didn't like. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> but, you know, Stiz, you bring it up. You know, the Suns, and this is just a show. I remember Stiz told me he took the Suns. I didn't know the Suns got Chris Paul. So that's something the Sixers could have looked into and yeah. acquired him from I believe it was the Thunder, you know. And no, look, uh, was it the Thunder? Yeah, I thought Thunder. he, he came, left Rock I thought he was, the Thunder, or no? No, I thought he was on the Clippers. No, he went from the Clippers to the Rockets, and then the Rockets back to the Thunder in the Westbrook trade. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the Sixers, maybe it's a possibility. And Stiz, I think you'll agree. If he's on the Sixers, we're still playing. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. I know. I, I, I think so. I think and so we're the too. we're probably the favorite to win it all because right now, I mean, look, Phoenix has definitely had a couple breaks in regards to other teams getting injured. All, but you know what? Look at the eye test. Who's looked better than the Phoenix to you so far in the playoffs? I mean, you know me. I had them win in the West. I wish I had them winning it all now. I mean, I did bet that, but not early on. I'm saying right. they passed the eye test. I mean. Aiton stepped up. He's getting you like 18 and 14 a game. Booker, and then you got like, you know, obviously Chris Paul, Cameron Payne coming off the bench. Cameron Johnson can shoot the lights out of the ball. And I haven't brought up a guy like Jake Crowder who can play. They got an all-around team, that's for sure. I mean, you know, they're gonna they're gonna give uh, Milwaukee a, a, a fit. That's for that, you know, that's for darn sure. Yeah. So I mean, look, the one thing the Sixers can be happy about is. Thanks for jumping in, Sammy. Yeah, thanks, Sammy. Um, I think you can tell now there's a lot of flaws with the teams in the Eastern Conference. So if the Sixers can tweak it or figure it out, they're not that far off. But, you know, somebody brought up a package for Dame Lillard, and it sounds like a lot, but, man, as I would think about it, uh, they're talking Ben Simmons, Thibel, Maxi, and a number one for Lillard, and I would do it right now. Because don't get me wrong, I love Thibel and Maxi. But that's all potential. Those guys are bench guys that you could get veterans to fill their spots, and you're getting a guy like Dean to help you offensively. I make that move. Would you? Yeah, in a heartbeat. But I'm surprised. I'm, you know, I'm honestly surprised to hear that because Damian Lillard vied for Chauncey Billups getting his head coaching job in Portland. Yeah. Which which he did. So right. I'm just I'm just surprised to see any trade rumors going around with Damian Lillard right now. Well, and they said that that hire was to kind of sweeten the pot for Lillard. I just don't know. I, you know, Portland has a lot of trouble defensively. You know, I like McCollum, but McCollum is Tobias Harris, essentially. You know what I mean? Right. He's a good three, but he's not a two. He's not a Robin to a Batman. And I just don't know with Portland, what, what moves can they make to get better? and improve that team, you know, you know it too, Stiz, that West is stacked. You know, you got Phoenix, you know, L.A. is going to come back. The Clippers are going to get Kawhi back. Dallas is just young and getting better with Luka. You know, Denver is going to get Jamal Murray back. That is not an easy conference to play in, Stiz. 
And hey, Sammy made a good point. I'll tell you what. Could you imagine that Damian Lillard going to, going to the Lakers? I mean, they they they're going to be looking for another All Star there. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, you you saw, you know, they had they had two guys. You know, that was it, man. They had no bench, no nothing. So, you know, yeah, they're going to be looking for somebody. Yeah, but that's not – you're not talking about a guy that's walking out the door and being a free agent. You're talking about a trade. I don't know that you're trading a guy into your, you know, where you're going to face that guy more I wouldn't. You know, no, so I, I don't think, that's why I don't think it will happen, you know. I don't think so either. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think so either. Well, there's there's a lot of things that that, that need to happen. You got to see what ha- happens with the playoffs. And I'll say this, you know, if I was a GM, would you want one of your star players going and playing the Olympics this year? I sure wouldn't, because you're seeing all the rash of injuries already in the playoffs now, because it's just the right. two compressed seasons. You know, then you got these guys go play in the Olympics, and then you're going to start up again in late September, early October with the preseason and training camp, it is just not something I would want. And you're talking about guys who a lot of these guys are going to go play in the Olympics who have contracts over $100 million or more. Some have, like a Luca who got Mac, or who are going to be doing max contracts of you know $200 million plus, and they're right. your franchise. I just wouldn't really feel comfortable. I know, you know, not to sound unpatriotic, but I understand the Mark Cubans of the world not feeling comfortable sending those guys to play in the Olympics. Well, you see, Simmons, is, Simmons isn't playing in the Olympics. He, he's out. He's out checking out real estate. He's buying. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. Yes, but did, did the Olympic team want Simmons? That's the question. <laughs> well, well, I, mean, good, no, I don't know that they coach, wanted him. Coach, okay. he's Australian, so he would have played for Australia. Okay. They him because actually in Australia, mate, he's actually he's... one of the better players, mate. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. United States. United States <laughs> wouldn't want him, but mate. Uh, Australia might have been different. Much, much better than Bloomin' Onion. Yeah, it would have put a shrimp <laughs> on the Barbie. You know what I mean, yes. Coach? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things in the off season. You know, with the NBA, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Um, you know, a lot of sometimes a lot of more smoke than fire, as I think we said. I said with you know, not to get into too much football, we'll say that for next week. But sure. I thought a lot of the, the Roger stuff was more smoke than fire that he, and I think he's setting up to play one last year in green Bay and then get out. And I wouldn't be surprised if before he goes to training camp, he gets some kind of agreement that after this year, they'll either release him or, or what it may be. But right. I, I think he will be gone after this year. And then, you know, we thought it was crazy with Tom Brady last year. Yeah. Now you're going to have Aaron Rodgers going on the market and all, you know, all those quarterback hungry teams vying for his, uh, for, for his skills. Going to be fun. Going to be yeah. fun for sure. It's going to be fun to watch, uh, you know, and, you know, listen to Colin Cowherd. I, um, you know, he brought it up and, you know, oh, it's a divorce. You're not ribbing your buddy uh, if he was getting a divorce. So he didn't think it – he thought it was all smoke and mirrors too. Yeah. But to be honest with you, uh, because the golf match was yesterday, by the way. Right. right. Um, but I, I think that's – uh, Rogers. Rogers came from Rogers behind did. to win that yeah. thing, uh, and he could put the crap out of the ball. I mean, I didn't watch yeah. a lot of it, but yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? Brady probably just says, "Go look at my Super Bowl uh, trophy that we won last year." Here's another ring for that. Let's not forget he beat Bra- uh, Rogers in Lambeau. So I- I'll take I'll take the 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 
Lombardi Trophy over some golf match. Right, and, and but you know, by the way, you know, Rogers, I'm ribbing you about your job. I don't know that I'm ribbing you about you know family stuff, divorce, if that's real. Right, but right. your job, it's your job. I'm going to rib you about your job, whether you're leaving about it all, how your boss is such a jerk. Or, you know, I mean, I'm ribbing you. So right. I, I didn't really think Colin Coward's take was 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 that on. I mean, he's usually right. I like the guy, uh, you know, but uh, I didn't think the take was right because I'm still ribbing the guy because it's his job. It's not we're not talking about him divorcing his wife, you know. Right. Well, so. I mean, we'll see what happens. You kind of got to because it's so weird. You know, you don't know what's going to change. You know, I think San Francisco is somewhere. Obviously, he wanted to get drafted by San Francisco coming out of college. He's from there. Right. But obviously now, you know, with Trey Lance getting drafted, I would obviously cross that out off the list. So it's going to be curious to what teams, you know, he's looking the Raiders. at after this the year. The Raiders. Well, because they say let me tell you. are talking to Derek Carr about an extension. So if they sign that extension, the Raiders aren't happening either. Well, I I don't think so because honestly, if I I, I think that there's going to be a change there. I I don't think that uh, Chucky is going to be there after this season. Yeah, ten year deal, man. I, it doesn't matter. They're going to have to cut their losses and move man. on. Yeah, but coach, if wow. you fire him after this year, you're trying to tell me they're going to pay him for six more years at ten million annually to not coach the football team? He sure as hell acts like I mean, a guy who on. doesn't have much pressure on him. Because, but come on, I mean, really, a, you're in a new building, and I mean, the fan base—are they going to put up with this? You're you're at mediocre. We're talking about a coach who hasn't has 17 games under 500 since winning a Super Bowl. Right. Which, by the way, some fans aren't old enough to remember when he won that Super Bowl. That's how long ago it was. Well, you know, we're almost 20 years. The type of teams I think you will end up saying, if I could predict from right here, right now, it, and I, I could see Nevada Nick crystal ball going <laughs> into next year. Yeah. Steelers, Dolphins. I could really see the Dolphins. If Tua doesn't work out, he might say, man, I go there with the draft capital they have and the money. They put the right pieces together. I could see Aaron Rodgers possibly what going there. What pieces do they have to put together? I think the pieces are there. That's what I'm saying. Just, so, well, there you yeah. go. And then, I mean, I think the Dolphins make sense. Um, I mean, you know, Chicago just took uh, Justin Fields, obviously, so I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and, and then the rest, you, you kind of got to wait and see. I know there's been talk of Denver. I guess that, you know, with that defense, that would be a possibility. Sammy brought up the Raiders, uh, not the Raiders, excuse me, the Washington football team. I think that would be a great possibility. With that great defense, you put Aaron Rodgers on there. They still have, obviously, you know, some young guys at receiver. Says their receiver, Terry McLaurin. Is that his name? Oh, uh, yeah, Scary Terry, yeah. yeah. Hey, he's good. He's young. He can play. You know, I, I would like to see what he could do with Washington. I mean, that defense is young and really good and up and coming. So we'll see what happens. It's uh, plus the coach. Uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, Jared, what's up, buddy? Yeah, Jared, we're, yeah, right now we got Stiz on, but later Stiz on, on with Stiz, yeah, later on after Stiz yeah. is, is only joining us for a, for a short time. And so let me say real quick, he is right. Steelers are on the decline, but yep. they still have a top three uh, defense. And if you can fix that offense, you know, look, a guy like Rodgers is going to take Juju Smith-Schuster and take him to another level. 
Right. So let's not forget that. You know, mm-hmm. look, I think Ben's shot. Ben's done. I think they yeah. should have moved on after this year. Right. But, you know, I think if you can patchwork that offensive line together, look, they just got Najee Harris. The Steelers with Aaron Rodgers, that's a different ball game. Sure is. Yeah. Sure absolutely. Is. Absolutely. Because the, uh, you know, because I always, I just think the Ravens are the wing T of the NFL. They can only play from ahead. They can. They're not a team that can play from behind. They're, right. they're just not set up to do that. And uh, and I think you add Aaron Rodgers to the Steelers, they automatically bump to the top of the uh, division there. Even though the Browns are are up, but there's another thing: Baker Mayfield doesn't doesn't work. Wow, you, know, you put good, in there with that in there. Wow, man, I'm talking the with Browns even core. Yep. Man, and yeah. they got a defense. Yeah. Oof, man. No, but yeah, a lot, a lot. Look, I'm excited. A lot of things. Look, we're all, we're about two months away from football season. I know Stiz, Stiz has done a thousand mock drafts already. Um, it's going to be a thousand one after I get off the show. <laughs> so it's it's going to be exciting, and I'm real real looking forward to seeing who his. You know, he's going to give us some nuggets early next week. Uh, talking about his rookies next year. Like I said, I'm real curious to see. We talked off air. You know, Stiz took Justin Herbert last year and picked him up. And, you know, a guy who, if the medical staff of the Chargers don't mess up, you know, Herbert maybe doesn't get in early. And maybe that's Tyrod Taylor's team for, I don't know if it would have been the whole season, but the first half. And look, you know, Herbert – had a part in Stiz winning, winning, you know, a fantasy football championship uh, last year. So curious to see who those guys might be this year. And, you know, Stiz, he knows where these guys are going to go, who's going to go at one, two, three, four, and five. So, you know, can't wait to talk to him next week. For sure. Yeah, I, I, will give you, for I will give you a couple, uh, couple sleepers uh, next week, you know, in the rookies. And I will tell you this right now, it's not Najee Harris and it's not Kyle Pitts. I can give you that right now. I mean, okay. you know, they're they're the easy ones. That's so, exactly okay. they are. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a couple sleepers that I like next week. Uh, Jared, just to answer your question, I root for the Eagles because I'm a hometown fan, but uh, I'm more of an NFL enthusiast in general. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in way too many fantasy football leagues and pools and brackets and everything else to really root for one team. To be honest with you, so I I kind of root for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So absolutely, absolutely, you know. So we look forward to next week's show. It's going to be jam packed. Uh, You know, we'll probably be on. uh, You know, I'll I'll, again being bad. uh, You know how I do. uh, We're we're down an intern (laughs) as we've been for a while uh, to uh, get out there with the info, but probably Tuesday of next week, maybe Wednesday, we'll be back. uh, with Stiz and and go through some some mock fantasy drafts right. and uh, go through some yep. of that and, and then know, we'll so get wrap your up pens too. and pads ready. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll wrap up then too in August. We'll do a couple shows before we start our obviously every Sunday show that we do. We all love can can Stiz continue the success? Now you know what it's like, Stiz. I had that great year. Last year, you want to bounce back and have a, you know, a second year. So the pressure's on. Stiz, 32-10 and 10 in prop bets last year. Um, you know, I, I felt I had a good year, obviously. Didn't call the Super Bowl. 
but you know, what of two months before, like I did this year, I did pick the Chiefs in the game. Excuse me, the Bucks in the game. But uh, looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait to get with these guys every Sunday and talk football. We had a lot of fun, and looking Absolutely. hopefully to get you a lot of good fantasy advice, a lot of good gambling advice from me, and some prop bets from Stiz. Yeah, and Absolutely. me just running my mouth. And, yeah. <laughs> and hey, hey, if you want, if you want winners too, you can just bet the opposite of what Coach says. So there you go with that <laughs> yeah. too. You know, that, that always That's works, it. Coach. There you go. There you go. Hey, you know, I hit, I did hit a couple this year. Okay, I did have a couple. He did. He did. I remember. Did. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. You know, so. Nice. All right, well, yeah. you want to dip out while we get in the yeah, baseball? I'm going to sign off. I'm going to sign right. off. I'll see you guys next week. Guys, All right. We'll know. see you next week, Stiz. Thanks for uh, having me. I'll talk to you guys then. Have a great All night. All right. Good, Sounds good, buddy. See you, man. All right. Take care. Yeah. All so, right. hey, real quick, I just want to answer uh, Champion Sports Nation said about Jamar Chase. Yeah. I mean, hey, look. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. I, I agree. I think him and, you know, obviously him and Burrow have chemistry from college. Um, I do worry a little bit about Cincinnati's offensive line, but I love Jamar Chase. I, I mean, to me, I'm an Eagles fan. Um, I love Devontae Smith, but I think Chase was probably the number one receiver. Uh, yeah, I probably would have went with him over Devontae Smith, although I think Devontae Smith is better than Waddle. I think the Dolphins will regret taking Waddle before they took Smith as much as they regret taking Tua before they took uh, Justin Herbert, obviously, out of Oregon. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but now, yeah, do you I, think I, they they said they put said Tua, which one do you want? Do you think that that's what the Dolphins did? Do you I think mean, they said, hey, which one do you want? It's possible. I mean, there's no doubt they got input from him. I mean, the guy played with them in college. Right, so right. I'm sure they got input. Um you know, also Flores, a New England guy who New England has close ties to Saban. So my guess he probably talked to Saban too. I don't know. Look, I think a lot of people worry about Smith's size translating to the NFL, and I think he's going to be fine. Uh, but look, Waddle's a player too. So, you know, it, it's it, some people like this. Some, you know, it depends on the guy. Um, but I think, I think, I think Smith's going to be the better receiver in the NFL. Um, and, and we'll see how it works out. But I think Dolphins' board question is there's going to be a lot of pressure on Tua this year. And I think you, you talk about quarterback going in, Coach, and I think – I don't know of a, a person with more pressure than he's had. I think he's going to have to produce so quick. You know, right. a lot of these guys get years. Look at Baker Mayfield. I'm not sold on him yet, and they're talking about giving him a deal and, you right. know – he had a you know nice first year, a rough second year, and last year was uh, I mean it was good. I wouldn't write home about it, you know. But Tua, you know, it's going to be playoffs or bust. And if there's question marks, I could really see them with all the capital they have, either drafting a QB or going out there trying to get Rodgers or Watson or whomever it may be. I I, I agree with that because um, you know. There it is. You don't have Fitz, Fitzpatrick sitting there to kind of bail you out. Right now, it's kind of you have the reins. You're ready to. You're ready to go. Um, so, I I don't think they're going to give to a, a whole lot of leeway uh, to prove himself, and it's right. going to be a shame. But yeah. Now, do you want to get into the debacle or, the, or that that are your New York Yankees? 
<laughs> I, I, I mean, come on. I mean, poor, poor George Steinbrenner, who, by the way, was his birthday on the 4th of July, probably rolling over in his grave right now. I mean, and, and I mean, you're, you're playing the Mets in a subway series, the Mets. They beat you in game one. You have your best pitcher in game two. Now, you bring in, you know, Chad Green gets you out of a jam on three pitches later in that game. And what does he do? He doesn't stick with him. He brings in Chapman, who all of a sudden is mediocre at best. Would that be a good assessment right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. And Boone, oh, I was saving him. For the game you know, two. I'm saving them for game two, but you got to win game this game, game. right? Come Especially on. I mean, with what all the pressure, Cashman came out and said something. You know, Judge had a uh, uh, you know a team meeting. Right. Stanton said we suck basically, so the pressure's coming on. And look, you know, Yankees fans, look as we say, whatever is going on in New York gets amplified. So right. when you're when it's good, it's great. When it's and, bad, it's horrible. And it's bad right now. And I'm sure they're grabbing that back tight. And I couldn't believe when I heard that, Coach. We talked about that yesterday. When you're on a losing streak and you're struggling, and like you said, though, too, you're in a Subway series, you're fighting for headlines with the Mets, who right now are a better team than you. Right. And you say you're holding the guy when Chapman 11 earned runs in the last five and a third innings. So really struggling. You want to – Hold him for game two. Go win game one. Worry right. about game two and game two. Like, and, and I've said, I think Boone's the problem. Look, I'm not saying Cashman yet, but I also think me and Coach talked about this. Cashman's the most overrated GM in sports because he gets credit for the dynasty. He took over in 98 when right. the core of that team was there. Bob Watson and, and Gene Michael already put that put the exactly. core four together exactly. and already got them to where they were already winning when he got and, there. And at that point, too, Coach, you know much as I do, George Steinbrenner had his handprint all over that team. Cashman was a puppet. You know, obviously with Hank, it's a different ball game. But with George, George called the shots. If he wanted a guy, he right. wasn't going in and clearing it with Brian Cashman. He right. was going and signing him. Clemens, right. Mussina whoever it may be. And if you look at all the players they've had on that team, and since, you know, 2000, obviously after that last uh, World Series, they have one title. And you're talking Giambi, Johnny Damon, Alex Rodriguez. Obviously you had Jeter. I mean, they have Mark Teixeira. You have, you know, Hideki Matsui. You have A.J. Burnett, C.C. Sabathia. I mean, listen to all these names. Giambi, did you mention Giambi? Yeah, I, Jason, I, I said yeah, Jason Giambi. I mean, I mean, you're talking about possible Hall of Famers, and all they can do, they had look, Soriano. Let's not forget Robinson Cano. Like, yeah. and you got one World Series. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of questions. I mean, to me, Boone, uh, look, he, I would really reevaluate it. I wouldn't do it before the All-Star break, but over the All-Star break, I would really evaluate it because I think it was awful ironic that they were 41-41 and after they lost game one of that doubleheader, which is saying you are halfway through the season 500. You are a mediocre team, and we're talking about the Yankees. The Yankees, a team I thought could win it all. You yeah. know, 
Um, and, you know, they got off to that slow start, and all of a sudden they, they went and won, you know, what, 16 of yeah. 20 games. They went on this run, and then all of a sudden they just fell apart. I mean, yeah. you know. And, and look, this was a team, too, that we were all talking about a few years ago when Girardi was there, and they overachieved with Girardi that, man, the Yankees are going to be tough. Their yep. farm system was really good, and they trade a lot of guys away. And, you know, right now you look at a team like the Blue Jays and say, I don't know, I think I'd take the Blue Jays' future right now over the Yankees. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. With, with those bats and those young guys, you put a couple starting pictures, and, and, and you know, their bullpen's okay as it is now, and the Blue Jays are going to be a, a real tough out. Um, I mean, Vlad Guerrero might be next to Otani, one of the great young guys in the game. Um, yeah, so a, a lot of well, questions. The, the Yankees. with the Yankees, too, is you have Judge uh, Sanchez. You can't pay them both, so you're wasting – you've wasted three years now with those guys, and you haven't – even been to the World Series, so yeah. you know now, and and not saying Sanchez. Look, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think he's the odd guy out. I don't think he's the guy uh, for the Yankees behind the behind the plate with his. We've issues. been batting number three, but his bat was getting hot a little bit. But right, the more concerning thing too, Coach, is Herman was starting to look good, and now he's imploded, and so is Garrett Cole. Since they yeah. June twenty first when they decided to do the whole check and Chapman know, Chapman as well yeah yeah both of them since then have just right gone in the tank and Absolutely. it's concerning I mean you and look Cole was one of the guys a lot of people pointed to with the substances too so you gotta wonder if there was smoke there was fire and look the runs are up too big time now I do and think by the way you said that. the weather. It's gotten warmer out. The ball's traveling better, but you can't deny either. You know, I think guys were obviously using things, and now they're checking, and you're seeing some of these ERAs start climbing, obviously, and a lot more runs being scored. But uh, by by the way, since since the J Aaron Judge meeting, the Yankees are leading the majors in runs scored per game. It's like seven something. I just well, they had like thirteen over. last night. But yeah, so, no, right. Know. That's the problem with the Yankees. They'll score thirteen, and then the game they right. only give up two or three runs. They'll score one or two runs, and they lose. That's the problem with the Yankees. They're too much station to station baseball. They mm -hmm. have absolutely no left-handed bats. That's another issue. Um, yeah, look, there, there's a there's a lot of problems. And two, let's not forget. You had a huge year from Voigt last year and a huge year from LeMahieu, and they're both having down yours. Now, Voigt has been hurt most of the year, but he's hitting 200, and LeMahieu's around the 265 range. Right, when right. he hit 330 last year, I think, yeah, something like yeah. that. Because he's the guy you're you're looking at for the, hitting the baseball, putting the and baseball in play and, and getting it, on base. And, and it felt like he was on base like a lot last year, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially yeah. when you got a guy like Judge batting too. You know, you got LeMayu on base, man. It really puts a lot of pressure on a pitcher. You know, people don't realize how big these moves can make. Look at the move the Nationals made with Schwarber. You put him to the leadoff, and he goes on a tear where he right. hits 18 home runs in 20, 20, whatever, 21 days. And he went nuts. Four days with 14 right. home runs in 18 days. But still – I mean, went on a tear, and you know sometimes it's being in the right spot of a lineup 
where you're going to see some pitches and you know, it, it works for you. But um, another guy on a tear is Otani and I tell you the angels. And that's one thing I want to talk about. Look, I think what the kid's doing is great, but people are saying he's the face of baseball. Now, look, let's be honest. He's not the face of his own team. When Mike Trout comes back right. and look, Otani, I get it. He's the first since Babe Ruth right. that looks like Babe Ruth that can do both and do mm -hmm. it at a high level. But right. Mike Trout has done it year in, year out, every year. You know, give it some time here. Let's see Otani do it more. But that's going to be their problem. How can they pay him? I don't think they can because they gave Trout $450 million and Rendon $300 million. So how are they going to open up the checkbook for Otani right. too and then bring in pitchers? So I got a feeling we could see him – going to your Yankees, and coach, if they don't bring the DH to the National League, how much of an advantage is getting a guy like that to the National yep. League where right. you can hit him at nine and your other team has the pitcher? Well, I, I don't mean, even think you're hitting him at nine. I don't think Otani's probably oh, going right. to hit excuse three, me, excuse you know, me. four or five, right, right. but, but yeah, still okay, I know what you're right, saying. Yes. Right, where, you know, a lot of those lineups are going to nine and it's a problem for the first – five, six innings because you're starting pitchers in it, and it's right. an easy out for the other pitcher. Now, in the National League, I think he would just be – I mean, that's a huge advantage every fifth day, Coach, no doubt yeah. about it. Absolutely. Well, he's DHing every day, and then all of a sudden he's, he's you know, every, he's playing both ways every fifth day. So, you know, we'll see. And I won't be surprised if you're going to – you see more guys trying to do that. We're going to yeah. see more, more and more guys try to try to do that. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things in the game. You know, it's pretty crazy when you watch a coach. A guy can't lay down a bunt anymore. Yeah, you, you see these shifts where they're leaving the whole side of the field. That's like, lay a bunt right. down. Make, you know, make them pay, or if not, hit the ball down that way. But it's just mm -hmm. a lot of these guys just don't have the talent of the guys of the '70s and '80s. And you know, a lot of it's you know, you know, and, and now taking this as a guy who's umpired. You know, obviously not at the major league level or anything, but I did some small college baseball and down. How's that? I find that a lot of these kids are taught a strike zone and don't understand that your my interpretation of the strike zone is different than yours. And they're watching the ball. They are constantly trying to hit the ball out of the park. There is no more button. I, I've never. I am. I can probably count on one hand in the last 10 years when I, last time I saw a kid lay down a bunt. It's yeah. just not taught anymore. It's a lost art. Yeah, Remember is. the Yankees, Phil Rizzuto used to be their bunting coach. He used to be down on the field working bunting the baseball. They don't do it anymore. And it's, it's a lost shame. art. It really it is. is. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. And especially like pitchers. You know, just if you got first and second, you need to bunt them over. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously now late in games with these guys where in over, uh, not overtime, excuse me, extra innings, you're starting with a guy on second where I know now the rule of thumb with analytics is don't ever bunt, just try to get the single. But, you know, to me, sometimes the bunt makes sense, especially if you're where the top half, they didn't score a run, and all you need to do is get that run to get right. a win. Yeah, to me, you know, bottom over. And then all you got to do is drive the ball deep, and, and, and that's a W for you. Well, last night, uh, what it, was it in the 10th inning, the kid from the Marlins stole third and then was able to come around score and win now, the game. Now, now, Coach, what's up with that? What are you doing if you're Will Smith? I understand the ball goes by, but why are you throwing that baseball? 
You know what I mean? Why are you throwing that baseball? Because obviously, you know, that you if you make an error like he did, you lose the game. Right. Look, that runner can't score. I get it. You don't want him to go from second or third, but in most scenarios, most scenarios, a single they're going to win it. You know what I mean? Right. Unless right. obviously it's like a bloop single or infield type single, he's not getting home. But why he makes that throw and loses the game, you know, you're going up. And the, trust me, I had a Dodgers last night, so he just touched a nerve. I'm not I'm a little pissed <laughs> off. So, and you got Mookie Betts, and you're the top of your lineup coming up in the 11th. I hate Will Smith. I never liked him. And now, even before this, he always finds a way to screw me over. I can't stand him. Base is loaded, and he strikes out. And last night, I saw the ball go by, which he messed up on that, too. It was a, a, a play he should have made. And I'm like, right. don't throw it to third, don't throw it to third. And then he throws it to third. Justin Turner can't handle the ball, and he gives up a run. Freaking, I hate Will Smith. <laughs> Not the entertainer, Will Smith, the catcher for the Dodgers. <laughs> oh, last night oh. I won. What was I up? It was a big difference. I went from possibly winning, <laughs> was it 472 turnaround? Yeah, possibly winning 775 to winning 280. It's a big swing. Cause them. Oh yeah, that's it is, man. Big time, yeah. big time. Tell him, Stiz, no. getting jiggy with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is. Uh, you know, and, so. and coach, real quick too. How about hockey? Does anybody care? Not no. to be you. And I give you credit. You said that, and you know what? They got they reap what they sowed. You know, look by putting Montreal, and they had them in those divisions. So Montreal yeah. had too easy. Right. Early on playoff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, Toronto was okay, but hey, hold on, easier. Nick. We got to take right. this call here. Okay, right. hold on here. All right, welcome to the huddle. Hello, welcome to the huddle, Jared. Yeah, how you doing, man? How you been, buddy? I'm just getting ready for training camp here in a few months. Or few months, a few weeks. A few weeks, <laughs> there you go. For my program, however, I did yeah, yeah. on TNT. So I'm doing pretty good tonight. I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, that, that, Jared, let me ask you. Yeah. Regards to, so like I said, I thought the Steelers should have moved on from Big Ben, especially now you see them lose David DeCastro, and obviously they lose Villanueva too. Um, would you have moved on from Big Ben if you were the Steelers? Yes, definitely. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about it here over the last couple months. I mean, right now, however, I think the Steelers know, however, that if Ben goes down with an injury this year, Mason Rudolph is not going to be the answer. And, right. of course, uh, like I said, whoever they if, and then who they have for third string is just not going to be the answer. Josh Stops, I mean. Why? He's the number one. Wait a second. You're talking about a, a, a top 15 pick. No, no, Josh Dodds. He's talking about the third string coach. No, the kid from they signed the kid from the Redskins that got. Oh killed. right. Oh yeah, Dwayne you're Haskins. right. Dwayne Haskins. Well, he's got to keep himself out of trouble. I mean, he's. Got to I know he's got to stop going to the strip clubs. I know you know, and he <laughs> really isn't known for the strip clubs, so I think he yeah. might be okay well, there's there. Right, there's a few around here. I can stop for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the viewers definitely have got to just find a way, really, in all honesty, just. Try to grin and bear it this season. I mean, they're going to have to adjust quarterback next season, obviously. That's the big thing. I mean, I think the big thing for the series is the defense. Obviously, Hayward's older, too. It's all. Now you got to get T.J. Watt a new contract, however. Uh, receiving, I mean, can Juju keep his uh, nose out of trouble, however, and stop dancing and prancing? 
And right. we'll have to wait and see. But I mean, I looked at that schedule when it first came out a few months ago, and I said that last stretch is going to kill them, and it's going to yeah. kill them. I mean, you got Kansas City, Cleveland, Tennessee in the last three. That's going to tell whether or not you're going to be making it or breaking it this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. and Jared too. Bud Dupree is going to be a big loss, and I just wonder. I don't know what the situation was with the, the Castro. Obviously, obviously they made that move for a reason, and they go, go sign Trey Turner, who's you know a former Pro Bowl guard. But you know he was let go from the Chargers for a reason too. I really question how that offensive line is going to play this year because it really struggled in the second half of last year, and Big Ben's not exactly mobile anymore. So I'm really curious to see how that 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 Steelers offensive line plays. If the Steelers can get nine wins or ten wins and somehow sneak in as a third seed, however, I mean, finishing third is so much the better because, I mean, like I said, I mean, you talk about Cleveland and Baltimore. Jared, 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 don't mean to cut you off, but please lay off whatever drugs that you are taking. <laughs> I mean, a three seed? I mean, no, I, no, I, I think he meant what? three seed in their division. Yeah. You know, you, they're they're no. making playoffs in, in, no, in their third. division. Behind the Browns and the Ravens. I think he's saying if they get the third place behind the Browns and the, okay. the Ravens. Okay. I thought he was that's talking about yeah, third that's seed. Saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. No, he isn't saying the Steelers get – not with a nine. Coach Coach is the one who's been smoking a little bit too much, Jared. <laughs> I mean, you look at Cleveland. They upgraded tremendously this offseason. Yep. I mean, the only thing with Cleveland is you've got to make sure Baker stays healthy, Howard, and OBJ stays out of trouble. Baltimore, they got Lamar Jackson. You know about them. But the thing is, their defense is a big question mark. I'm right down. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, we're good. Uh, but anyway, guys, okay. I hate to cut it short because I'm being needed right now. So I will. All right, you. thanks for calling. All right, guys. thanks for the call, Jared. We'll talk soon. Thanks, buddy. I tell you. Coach, you only let the guy, poor guy, start to order you drugs. You actually meant third place in the division. Well, and he's, he's probably third right. seed. He's third, third seed. In the division. That's what he meant, third place. All right. I, I, but another 10 wins ain't getting you third seed in the AFC. So he meant in the division. I understood. Right. Um, but all no, right. I mean, look, the AFC is going to be tough. I really that's like high. 10 wins? I mean, yeah. Still, well, there's 17 still, games. Come on. You're still smoking something. 10 wins. I I, I don't know. What's Vegas? No, I don't think it's the Steelers. I don't think they're going to win 10 games. I think the Steelers are going to really struggle. I mean, I think their defense is going to take a step back. One, because you lose Bud Dupree. And two, because their offense is really going to stink. I mean, look at that team in the second half of the year. They start 11-0, and they struggled down the stretch. Absolutely. And the Browns embarrassed them in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, if you said to me, what team do you think you're going to see more of? I point to the team in the second half and that team that was 11 and 0. Right. I just don't see it. And I think big Ben, you know, yeah, big Ben just does these things. And then, you know, he's the type of guy that goes and does something and say, Oh, look what I just did. You know, how he gave them cap room. Ben's not doing them no favors. He should have retired. Right. He knows it's over. He's going to go collect his check. You know, I, I just I just don't see it. Um, I think they got a lot of – you know, I like Najee Harris, but I got a lot of questions on the offensive line. Yeah, I um, do too. Yeah, and the Browns, I, I think the Browns is going to come down to one thing. I really do. I think it's in place for them to, to really be a good team and if, if things go right to compete for a Super Bowl, but it's going to come down to Baker Mayfield. Can he elevate his play to franchise quarterback? And I don't think so. No, neither do I, but so. I think even without him being a franchise QB, with that offensive line, with that running game, with that upgraded defense, they're going to be a tough out. 
they're a team that could possibly still get to the AFC Championship. I just think there's going to be a ceiling on them, and that ceiling is because of, of Baker Mayfield, yeah. kind of like the Baltimore Ravens. Their yeah. issues with Lamar, that they have a ton of talent. They can be a great regular season team, but there's a ceiling because Lamar Jackson. Yep, I agree 100%, man, 100%. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, great show. Thanks for uh, coming on there, Nevada Nick. We had a great time and can't wait for next week. And uh, as we really get into real, you know, pretty much all football, I mean, we're going to be, you know, obviously we'll touch base probably because we'll have a possibly have a winner uh, in the NBA and NHL, obviously. Uh, so we'll touch base on, the, on those two things. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk a lot of fantasy football with uh, Stiz. And yeah, no, uh, looking forward get to ready. It. So uh, as we as we get closer and closer to football, it's going to be uh, uh, you know this this show is a heavy football uh, favorite. So you know, yeah, you know. yeah, get ready, man. This is going to take you guys to school next week. That's get your right. Compositions and your pens ready. <laughs> That's the right. Professor's going to be in next week. That's right. That's right. That's right. So all right, folks, thanks for hanging out. Make sure you tell your friends, share it. Like us on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Go ahead. Oh, like that, Instagram. Like you it. You like Big like T. where he's like, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, your sister's ass, Google+. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, share it out. Like it. You yeah. know, tell your friends. We appreciate, uh, we appreciate it. So, thanks, guys. Have a great uh, week, and uh, we'll see you soon. Oh, shit. It's not over yet there. It's not.